Hi, I feel like a Dan me, Alan Smith, where we vocalist stories of today's Prison Journal on Tuesday, November the 29th. So, front page of paper today is a vandals pit brakes on city e-bike zones. So, Aberdeen's e-bike scheme has been forced to scrap two of its locations in the city due to vandalism. Earlier this month, we said how around 20 to 25 of the city's 200 uh, electronic cycles had been found damaged and abandoned within days of the initiative being launched. Now, following advice for Bobby's um, operator Big Issue e-bikes, has decided to get rid of two of its pick-up and drop-off zones. Um, the locations that have been ditched were near the Music Hall on Union Street and at Park Street uh, Road, closer to the beach. Vandalism has been a big fear ever since the 200 e-bikes arrived at 40 locations across Aberdeen, with many found dumped and wrecked in Duthie Park and Torre. Um, it is hoped the eco-friendly initiative won't suffer a similar fate to the one in Bristol. Um, big issue e-bikes launched a rental scheme in the English city earlier this year, however it had to be stopped due to relentless vandalism. Uh, big issue e-bikes chief executive Jan Tore Anderson previously warned users in Aberdeen that if you see the vandalism picking up, then that will be a problem. So, well, it's a shame if it's just a usual thing, it's just a two or three focus pilot for Aberdeen, but, um, you know, maybe that's the two worst bits in there. The route out there, I thought Union City, you know, I said the musical, you would have thought would have been an ideal spot for um, folk dropping off their bikes, wouldn't they, and, you know, picking it up for, and biking home till forever, but, uh, well, here's, here's hoping the, the vandals um, get fed up and, uh, you know, move on to something else, like, you know, watching, watching paint drive would be more fun than vandalising a bike, you would think, but... Anyway, small minds and all that. Now here's a wifey's to get free self-defence classes at the Community Hub. Uh, so an Aberdeen martial arts group is preparing to give free self-defence lessons to wifey's in Tilly Drone who have suffered domestic or sexual abuse. Granite City Taekwondo, which specialises in teaching the Korean martial art to the folk Aberdeen, has been operating as a non-profit group for the past 19 years. Uh, this year, the charity's request used Tully Road Community Centre was accepted by the Council and the group is now putting in place an ambitious plan for the space. Uh, it is led by 6th degree black belt Lindsay Jeffrey, who has represented Scotland at the Commonwealth Games and Great Britain in the European Championships. Uh, the club had previously been at Danson Community Centre but required a bigger space due to its popularity. Um, however, the Council will remain the owner of Tully Road Community Centre and the locals will be involved in meetings on how to best operate the building. Um, so Miss Jeffrey will be opening the centre's doors to any wifey who wants to come along and learn how to defend themselves. So, well, what a, a rare idea. And, uh, you know, well done the council for uh, letting them use the building. And um, it's good to see that they're obviously so busy that uh, they need a bigger space. But, uh, yeah, great, great idea. And uh, I hope it's uh, a roaring success. It sounds like it will be. And um, you know, need to be. Um, I think my brother, but when I see self-defense class, I always spring to mind the Monty Python sketch. Of the um, the boy says, you know, 
you come in at that can be the different bits of fruits of somebody with a banana and apple and orange and that in them. That was his idea of self-defense. And the folk were saying, no, no, this is stupid. And he says, no, no, it could happen. So just charge up with a banana, a very dangerous weapon. Uh, Monty Python, the good old days. Now there's a reindeer recruited in community bed to talk over Kirk. So uh, reindeer welcomed hunters of folk to anybody in Kirk but I mince pie and a warming drink as the community got in a festive spirit. Arsley and Broomhill Community Council and Queen's Cross and Harlow Community Council hosted their festive event at Holborn West Kirk in Aberdeen at the weekend. Two reindeer stood outside the Kirk on Arsley Park Drive as folk of all ages gathered for their chance to feed Santa's helpers and give him a well-earned pat. Inside the Kirk, folk were busy with festive crafts and enjoying the offering of free mince pies, cupcakes and warming drinks. The free ticket to the event was fully booked with about 600 folk attending through the day. Uh, Bath Community Council has been working to support the Great Western Community Trust uh, with the project to take on the closure threatened Kirk. Uh, the Trust is currently appealing for support in its plans to purchase the Kirk and transform it into a much needed community hub. So, well, it <laughs> looks pretty, pretty tickety boo and well done to them for managing to get the reindeer there and for getting them to stun. Well, they went to him to start because I think they'd be quite, um, you know, minds of their own after in there. But anyway, um, here's hope, wishing them the best of luck. I hope they can raise enough funds to get, you know, if a car's going to be sold on, get it uh, so that they can buy it and get, uh, you know, it used as a hub, which I'm sure would be a great asset to the community. So, yeah, well done to them. <clears throat> now, here is a victory for. Uh, Robert Gordon's university team on BBC's University Challenge. So a team for Robert Gordon University uh, are celebrating after successfully defeating their opponents in the BBC So University Challenge. In the last of the first round matches, RGU returned to the competition for the first time since 1994, beat London's Roehampton University on their debut by 210 points to 90. Well, quite a thrashing, I would say there. Uh, Jeremy Paxman asked the questions as RGU appeared on the show for only the second time in its 60-year history. Um, prior to going on the show, the team of four practiced by watching episodes together on Zoom. The first time they met in person was when the programme was being filmed at studios in Media City in Salford. The team representing RGU in University Challenge was Donald Anderson, Faye Cook, Emily Cullen and Samuel Fregin. They were led by Captain Emily, who was originally from the Republic of Ireland and studied pharmacy at the university, and she's now a trainee pharmacist at Southmead Hospital in Bristol. Donald Anderson, who studied accounting and finance at RGU, is now working as an auditor at KPMG in Aberdeen. Um, Faye Cook so did a diploma in professional legal practice, and she's now uh, doing a legal traineeship with a law firm in Edinburgh. And uh, Samuel Fregin, who was originally from Nigeria, studied for a master's in analytical science, in which he specialised in drug analysis and toxicology. And by representing RGU, becomes the first Nigerian student ever to appear on the show. So, well, well done to RGU. It's a, you know, a feather in the cap for them. And um, hopefully they can uh, go on and go a bit further in the competition. But uh, I must say I'm not taking anything away from them, but... The last few times I've watched University Challenge, I think it's, um, you know, some of the questions are a bit easier than it used to be, I would say. But 
it could just be that I'm getting a, a hell of a lot cleverer, you know, if that was possible. Now, I fear a lack of taxes is driving down his nitrate. So, Aberdeen City Centre campaigner believes a lack of taxes is now driving a downturn in sales and leaving folk stranded in a potentially vulnerable state. Taxi operators have lost around a quarter of drivers during the lockdown, with some going into either work or retirement. This has resulted in waiting times of more than an hour for those looking for a taxi at night in the city. Uh, Rule Wood, manager of Aberdeen Inspired, believes the lack of transport is causing folk to travel home earlier and spend less uh, time and money in the city. Uh, it's also resulting in folk choosing to walk home alone and often in a vulnerable state. Um, the mother of two from Beijing City Centre says she's usually able to walk home and has been struck by the increasingly winding queues for taxis. Um, this is a real concern for business. Uh, said Mrs Wood, pubs are reporting that customers are leaving at 9 o'clock or earlier because they didn't want to get caught out in a late night taxi queues or to be stranded. So, well, it um, certainly is a problem, I think, for um, the taxi firms that a lot of folk is left and, um, you know, there's no smuggle folk willing to, to de, de- acts, uh, on the mayor. And, um, yeah, you know, might well be leave folk in a this may be in a vulnerable state or, uh, in other words, uh, bleasing, you know, in a bit of a, you know, quandary as to fit the deed. I mean, if they leave earlier and get him at a decent time for their half compassmentus or wait and take a chance and get in a taxi for their, um, you know, a lot less taxis going about. So, yeah, it's a tricky end and it's certainly not going to help the pubs. And, um, you know, wouldn't be surprised if I come here and them. Uh, shut down or uh, after Christmas anyway if it's not a, a busy enough Christmas for him it's um, not looking good for our places now now i just finish up with sport as normal and um, you know back page of paper days um, uh, Everdeen boss Jim Goodwin is hopeful Callum Roberts will be able to finally get his Petodic career up and running after the World Cup break Summerside and Roberts has been sidelined for four months since suffering a hamstring injury in a 4-1 defeat of St Mirren on August the 6th. It was only his second appearance, uh, both coming off the bench for Aberdeen, since signing for Notts County in a £100,000 transfer. Uh, Goodwin confirmed that Robert suffered a recent setback in his rehabilitation. Um, however, hopes remain high that the 25-year-old former Newcastle United winger is on course to end his injury nightmare. So, well, here's hoping that the loon is uh, rigged and ready to go. And um, also just the England game was just finished when I was coming back to finish off Fedora Express so that is them through get them wheels about a, a doing in the second half and 1-3 now so uh, we'll be seeing many of them in the knockout stages of the World Cup so but never mind come on everybody now it's made up for the announcement the Weepuckless Stories of the PNJ on Tuesday November 29th 2022 um, and it was a very very nippy morning this day followed by a very uh, nippy but uh, bright through the day but um, as soon as three o'clock or half past three coming and going the light started to fade um, it is absolutely freezing it's just perishing so um, winter is certainly upon us that's for sure anyway thanks very much for listening to this podcast hope you enjoyed it now if you did mind and tell a pal about it um, you know if you can think of somebody that's um, missing 
the news from the northeast, tell me tune into Doric Express and uh, there's hundreds of episodes to listen to, so the catch up and I think has been happening for the last year and a half or so. Um, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Constitution, speak the book, we're on them. Longfield, Nelfield, Manorfield, and Panorfield. Lights of local stories, let you bleed in a can.